Therese. This is Bree. And this is Key. And welcome to Lips Unsealed. Hey y'all, so today we have another special guest with us. We have Mr. Quentin. How y'all doing? Hey, hey. (laughs) He is the owner of BLG Logistics, um, a good friend of mine. I forgot how we met. Instagram. He was on Instagram or Facebook. I think it was Instagram um, years ago. Um, and we've been friends ever since, so today we're going to get into his little mind and talk about his logistics company, his marriage, being a father, okay. you know, and a bunch more. Yeah. So let's get started with the icebreaker. So we're going to do Would You Rather this week, because I feel like the other game, it wasn't really interactive for the male. <laughs> okay. So would you rather lick someone's eyeball or someone's toe, or suck someone's toes? Lick someone's eyeball. Yeah, you rather lick an eyeball? Yeah. Y'all gonna get him pink eye. That's fucking weird. What? Well, I don't. Well, it's germs, right? Any germs that are foreign? No, it's like shit. It's more germs on the foot than it is the eye. Like, what are you saying? What are you talking about right now? To give somebody pink eye, you have to have like shit, like it's feces. Like, what are you trying to say right now? Wait, I'm not licking an eyeball. I really. I would rather. That's what I'm saying. You out here sucking toes? You know, people. No, I haven't. I haven't had the pleasure. No, but somebody has sucked my toes before. I mean, I've got them. These toes suck too. Okay, but I'm not gonna. I don't know if I can suck some toes. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Would you rather drink a glass of vomit once or burp every time someone says your name? Burp. Burp. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, what was the first one? Right. You said drink vomit. Yeah. Your nickname. That's a no-brainer. Is, yeah. I don't like that one. That's not my name. That's what's what's the difference. That's what I'm about to say. Like people <laughs> say my nickname most of the time, not my name. Yes, no, I, and I love off. hearing my name. Jesus, I love hearing. My name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, I keep it dry. Don't, no, don't I'm get too moist. Got excited over don't that. Don't get too moist. People. Yeah, escalated quick. Like, right. Like, be what it is. Sorry. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Off the bat. <laughs> you know, that's why when people say like, it, like, in a sad it. tone, I really, like, when people say, like, my name and they say it, like, with the tone, I get super sad. I'm just like, you know how Yeah, weird. like, because usually people will say my name when it's, like, they're upset or mad at me. Yeah. And I'm like, don't call me that. It's <laughs> a pleasure don't to hear that. my name for you to say it like that, so... Okay, would you rather have nipples for toes or toes for nipples? Nipples Hold up. I gotta, toes? I have to would you rather have this. nipples for toes, so your toes or nipples, or your nipples what kind or toes? Of Caucasian question? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I, I can't even, like. <clears throat> nipple on my toe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all. So I guess every time you, like, rub your feet on something or something, it'll be like a nipple stimulation, but then. What? Oh, now you can like get turned on by it. What? Yeah. Why do y'all turn everything nasty? Oh, gee, like it's everything. A it's a it's lips simple. unsealed. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pass on that question. No, no, no. I gotta. Um, I can't even like toes on my nipples. I don't like toes on my nipples. Yeah, why would no? But you would suck toes. So right now, we are toes. not putting those <laughs> nipples. We're not putting those on par. What the fuck is up with these questions? Why are they all toe related? Because you like toes, bitch. I do have a foot fetish. <laughs> oh, so I'll go ahead and admit. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do have a foot fetish. Thank you very much. It all makes sense. Everybody okay, I have one. This down. is weird. Would you rather lick the bottom of a stranger's shoe or have your best friend spit in your mouth? I'd definitely rather have somebody spit in my mouth. Yeah, go we best friend. Go already. best friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's still nasty. Both still nasty. I wouldn't answer neither one of them questions. Man, okay. Don't get reason to spit in. Revisit episode. No, yeah, they like one. spitting. You can spit in my mouth. Mm. Yeah. It's like a. I don't it's know like about a, that. It's almost like a long term, like a kiss. Like if you're kissing somebody, damn, they're spitting in their mouth. Uh, so if you're like, like to spit in my mouth, don't, don't sir. go down there, for sir. Ew. Don't go. So down. where they're going? I don't know. They just moist. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they hawking okay. up that goddamn spit. No, no, don't hawk shit now. Don't this is the last one. Would you rather be great at sex and have a bad body figure, or great be at bad sex. at sex and have great? I'd rather be great at sex. I'd rather be great at sex. <laughs> I didn't finish the question. No, <laughs> be great at you know sex. what the fuck he want now. You'd rather be great at sex and just have a bad body. So you'd be like two hundred pounds, well three hundred actually, because. 
That is very true. Do they? They do. I bet it exists. Yes, it is. everybody out here got somebody, child. Okay, we'll have one more. Getting them good. Would you rather have an orgy with complete strangers or have to have sex with all your exes? <laughs> sex with all my exes. Yeah, I would have an orgy same. with three strangers or all strangers. No. 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 I don't want to fuck any of my everybody exes. Everybody needs to be I'd tested. I don't do that. that yeah, everybody don't get tested either way. You ask me, bring your STD, girl. The fuck? I know, but <laughs> I don't know. Orgy just implies like raw. It, I hear, I feel, and see raw fucking when I see orgies. So. That's because you just like the raw yeah, fuck. You just yeah, like, you just love it. Like, I'm trying you to raw fuck you. that I ignored the orgy and <laughs> we went to my exes. Oh, my exes. An orgy could be like four people, though. All your exes? Yeah. How many exes you got? I mean, what Hello? is an ex? Like, actual, ex- like actual relationship? Everybody you had yeah, sex yeah. with before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody you've had sex with before is considered an ex? No, are they? No. Your ex is your ex-relationships. Oh, well, then I'll do that. Oh, I'm, I'm down oh, for that. that. I'm, she on that. I'm down for that. Exactly. I know how to pick them the fuck. Mm. <laughs> I have <a> debatable. <laughs> okay, so let's get into you. Let's get into talking about your business and your <coughs> life. Okay, so as I said before, you have a logistics company, BLG Logistics. Shout out, you know, giving you a little plug. <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. Like, yeah, like what are your um, biggest successes and failures, and you know. Well, first off, um, is BLG Logistics Boots on Ground Logistics. Uh, I'm a transportation shipping li- liaison company. Um, I specialize in like all forms of transportation, not just over the road. Uh, we soon gonna get into like air, sea, um, all modes of transportation. Um, but for now, right now, we're focusing on long and short hauls with um, tractor trailers. Um, I'm a veteran-owned company Ooh. based out of uh, South Carolina. Been nice. in business for almost two years now. Nice. Um, we got about, what, nine trucks on the road between mines and other carriers who fall under my authority. Um, yeah, that's really about it. He won't hire me. He won't <laughs> to worry about my baby. <laughs> so were you ever a truck driver? No, nah, I've, I've never driven a truck. You know, okay. before I do know how to drive, but I've been in logistics for like over 15 years okay. between the military and outside of the uh, nice. military. Me so too. this is what I know. This is what I do. So it's just second nature, second hand. Nice. Cool. So you've held multiple like managerial. Yeah, I've had um, I've had state jobs, federal jobs. Worked for you know uh, Department of Defense. Had contracting jobs. Been working overseas. I've been all over. Um, I've done a lot of things. Done warehousing, you know, of course, the military. Now, I work for myself. Okay, so. Love to hear it, okay? So, with your business, what's your biggest successes and biggest failures? Um, My biggest successes would be networking. That's my biggest success. Like, I get a lot of my business and stuff through word of mouth. I don't even really have to reach out to people anymore. A lot of people reach out to me um, from the work we have done or, you know, People just spreading the news of my company. So that's how I've gotten most of my business. Yeah, I know I always share your stuff. <laughs> and what about failures? Um, failures, I would say, um, I don't know. We had failures, but it wasn't like something that I would say was, you know, something bad or, or, or worse because it has really helped us grow within this, you know, past like, what, 10 months now, what, nine months? Because we really got started in like February. Mm-hmm. You know, I was around for like a year, but I really didn't get started until February. So from February until now, I started off with one truck. And like I said, of our own, we got like four. So, and uh, we got other carriers up under us. So we grown pretty quickly. So yeah. um, I would say a failure would be not getting started sooner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start now. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Well, um, for our female listeners out there, interested in logistics or trucking at all do like what do you think are some female and male treatment in the logistic field like um years ago representation wise too years ago it was male predominant like it was you know um a male dominant industry but now you know females are seeing that they can't get out there and they're getting active so it's a lot of mm-hmm. now it's a lot of female truck owned companies a lot of female yeah. brokerage companies a lot of you know female freight forwarders so females are really taking over the industry and 
before they didn't have a place, but now they're, you know, making a place within the industry. So it's good to see. It used yeah. to be rare to see like a female truck, you know, trucker truck or anything truck. like it that. It used to be weird to see a female lawyer, uh, you know. No, no, I'm saying weird. I think, I think it's, it's rare. more so because but I'm saying, with like, it's truck the same driving. thing with any industry, yeah. it was always male predominant. Now, yeah, that's true. Take over. That's good. Yeah. But then they also do sometimes like look at females as more weak and stuff because I know with truck driving, sometimes you have society. to pull society and all that. that. It's yeah. a lot of manual labor. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are better drivers than male. Very true. It was just into the military. My whole career field was 90% men, mm-hmm. 10% women. So it's like, you go to somebody, you ain't got no mentor. Then you black. Mm, <laughs> double minority. You already a minority being black. Then you're a black female. It's like, okay, I see five other women in my entire unit. It's like, nah. Would y'all and then think they that... compete against each other. Right. Yeah, well, I was saying, like, would, does that, like, does that help? bring more people in when it's such a limited quantity of people like doesn't no. that oh, kind of discourage people no, a lot of people say that the transportation industry logistics industry in itself is is becoming oversaturated but i don't believe that um nothing is never oversaturated because there's never a you until there's a you within that industry so you bring something different than the hundreds of thousands of other people that come within the industry so no i don't i don't believe that it's, it's a good thing you know there's room for growth everybody can get into logistics and really grow but don't just jump into it yeah. and not have, you know, no knowledge or no background of it. Don't do it because now everything's becoming a fad trend. Yeah. yeah. What are um, some commonly held misconceptions about logistics? Um, it's easy. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Off the like, bat. A lot of people, they see what I do and, you know, my posts and stuff, and then they all hit me up when you get into logistics because they think it just seems easy. They don't see me up to like two, three in the morning working still, you know, booking loads to look for the next load or um, dealing with driver issues with drivers. And that's not even really my driver, but I dispatch for their company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's yeah, an everyday fire. struggle and I'm constantly working every day, yeah. Monday through Sunday. I think that's like with any business, though. No, I mean, anything that you have to put work in, especially if, like, you're the owner and stuff. Yeah, because people think, think like, so. oh, I could start a business and quit my job. I don't got to do nine to five. Yeah. It's like, you have a business, you nine to nine. Oh. You working around the clock, like <laughs> it don't stop. I like that. Nine so, nine. did you do like self education, or did you do like formal training? Go to um, school. <clears throat> well, of course, you know I got like education through the military and just um, you know experience. Like I said, I've been in the field for fifteen years. Right. Yeah. The only thing I really had to just learn was more so on the freight side, and that was like all self taught. Like, okay. I didn't take a course, didn't take a class. This stuff is not hard. It's not. Yeah. It's not a hard concept to. To grasp, you know, if you know logistics and supply chain management, how things move, then you can easily understand this. Wow, that's awesome. See, I be wanting to start my own company, but I, don't know, I can't drive no truck. You did. You started a whole podcast, didn't you? I met a logistics company. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said, you I did. I want to start my own logistics podcast. company, but I don't want. I can't drive. My um, mama, especially now, with but I'm saying like you have like in an emergency, you have to go drive. Really? I still wouldn't. Oh, you find a way to be that person. Yeah. I guess I could hire people, but I'm like, I don't know. That's your networking, I guess. You yeah, it's like, that. but you gotta find reliable people. Of course. That's my thing. Like, is there a vetting some. process that you use, of course? Yeah, of course. I have a um, HR rep. Um, she's out in Dallas, Texas. Sadea. Um, Shout out to her. She keeps me on point. Yeah. You know, uh, she'd be mad at me sometimes with some of the things I'd be doing, excuse me. But, um,. <laughs> She keeps, point, she, she keeps me within compliance and safety and everything like that. So <laughs> she does all my benefit for my drivers. Like, I may find them and I send them to her to, you know, do the HR thing that she right. does. Right, make sure they... You know, she's my legit. director of HR <laughs> consultant. Very nice. I had to throw that consultant on there because she didn't want to just be a DHR. Okay. <laughs> okay, consultant. <laughs> consultant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into, like, relationships and stuff. So you're married... Yeah. And your father of two. About to be three. Whoa. Whoa. Three. Congrats. Congrats. Girlfriend. We love the babies. <laughs> um, so when with marriage and everything, what are like your some like favorite go to dates? Um, my favorite go to date, I would say would just be something random, just get up and go. We just get dressed, um, we figure out what we wanna do, find a restaurant or something we can just go or I just cook and just stay in the house. 
Now, when y'all do dates, is it more so <laughs> her planning where y'all go, or do you like? Nah, I plan it. You okay, know. okay, nice. that's probably why he hubby. Look, okay, <laughs> you feel me? I mean, you know, she has planned some dates and everything, but you know, for the most part, like I do work a lot. So if she mentioned like, hey, you know, we need some time, yeah, you know, or you know, we need that date night because we try to do a date night every week, like Thursday is our night. Nice. So you know, I make sure even if it doesn't fall on a Thursday, I pick up on like Saturday, Sunday. I you know make sure I get that time. So. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Date nights once a week. Um, so for um, I had a question regarding like single people, mm-hmm. you know, or looking for marriage. What do you have to um what do you have to tell them before they even consider marriage? Um something that I've just recently found out myself is like you gotta know um like how you wanna be loved. You know, know how you need to be loved learn how to actually love somebody else how they need, you know. And you do have to understand that everybody's gonna be able to love you exactly like how you want to be loved. Right. But you should still reciprocate the same type of love that you're giving out. You should receive that back. So be able to to know how you need to be loved and how you want to be loved. How long have you been married? Uh it'll be a year on the twenty seventh. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> okay, now what are some common myths about marriage that you've come to like debunk as um, you've been coming? That you're to like once you get married, like you're a prisoner. You know. Oh my god, <laughs> that is like okay. I'm locked up. Pain. They won't let a lot of men think that. They do. They feel trapped <laughs> in their choices. Well, it, it's not even necessarily just men. It's like men and women because uh, yeah. like when some people get married and they think like, oh yeah, I can't go hang out. With I have to stop doing more. everything. Yeah, like you yeah. gotta stop being you just because you're married. Like you, even though you're married, you don't own them and they don't own you. You don't. You know, you're not a slave. You're not owned. So you should still be able to. to do the same things she was doing when you was dating. Yeah. Because nothing changes but your last name. Right. Yeah, I know you be talking about that on Facebook where you be like, you'll say something to somebody and they'll be like, but where's your wife? <laughs> you be like, damn, bitch, she right here. <laughs> she looking at this post with me. The fuck? That shit pisses me off is because like a lot of my female friends, like as soon as I got married and, and then we would hang out before I got married, I'm like, oh yeah, what's good? What you doing? And be like, uh, is your wife okay with that? I'm like, the fuck you mean? Like, yeah, I'm still you... a grown ass man. Like, of course I'm gonna tell her. Like, but people yeah, aren't you know. really like prone to like jealousy. It, yeah, it's, it's jealousy, and they it's, also it's don't society. understand when society people have has trust. Created that false pretense that yeah. you are a prisoner. You can't go hang out with with your friends or your female friends or your male friends no more because nothing should change because you're married. Mm-hmm. And then if something did, then it was some motives behind it in the first place. Right. right. Now, you know, somebody be lying now. And y'all know friends. Y'all y'all love to say somebody a friend, a homegirl, until they until they, until they fuck. Yeah. But, <laughs> like the same that thing. Women do the same exact thing that men do. Y'all just do it better. Okay. Wait, no. Uh, I mean, I can, uh, I can say that. Uh, I can say yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'll give you a friend here if a friend is a friend. Or I could be but like, yo, baby, I think you, this man like me a little bit. But what I'm saying is that. you because you don't like him. And you let it be known, I don't like him. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit up there and be fake friends with somebody that I like. But y'all clearly be calling girls that. Y'all are fucking or not serious with friends because and homegirls. You wouldn't at the basis uh, of all these uh, relationships is friendship. You do understand. No, it's it not. You just be fucking somebody and not be no, friends. No, you're not you fucking your friends. No, I okay. Oh god. Yes, it can be. I'm just talking about this. It's something more that we have right now. But sex is what we do as humans. It's in our human nature. It's in our DNA. That's what we do. That's what we're prone to do. You can see somebody on the street that you never met before, and you see him like, damn, I'm the fuck shit out of him because Primal. you're naturally sexually attracted to that person. You don't want nothing else but just to fuck him and keep it moving. Right. You Same don't. Yeah. Men and women do that. Like, you can't sit here and say, you know, guys are the only ones who do it. Women do it too. Women have a lot of men they can just call just for some dick and keep it moving. Right, that is true. But at the that base, they are true. still friends. Yeah, like you you're, you're But see, I don't call. I don't, I don't call them niggas friends. friends. Well, whatever you I don't call, call them friends. I'm just fucking sometimes not whatever a friend. Call it, like, y'all I don't call out, them friends. Going out, having a good time, chilling, and y'all. We just may not be going out. No, well, I'm saying that's just a fuck buddy. Y'all just, but you're not hanging. I mean, I might go out, but you're not hanging out with them. Some of you might. You never know. You might hang out once or twice. Yeah, but I'm saying like. 
Somebody that you have had sex with accurate, in the past, you a more Yeah, I know that, but yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas be lying, like, they be still fucking a girl. I'm like, oh, that's just my friend. women do it too. You can't just say niggas be lying because this is, a, this is you can't put a gender friend. on it because men and women do it. Well, yeah, people be lying. Exactly. Yeah. You say people, not just men. That is true. We, we ain't trying to downplay y'all, okay? Yeah, we ain't trying to say just men. Right. Men be doing it. Right. We ain't trying to. That's what you said. But that's what you said. Get on. Get on this thing. Get on this thing. I was talking about his situation, but it's okay. Not your situation, but like people in your situation. Yo, I mean, why yeah. people be saying the shit they be saying to you? Because they be saying niggas be doing that. That's what I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just want to put that. Oh, she trying to fix it, Lord. Fix no, because we were talking about his Facebook and how he was saying people would, you know, come at him like, oh, but your wife this, your wife that. And I'm saying, well, people say that because niggas do that. But people do that in general, so that's yeah. why people say that. So- Yes, yeah. okay, a word. <laughs> a word. Okay, so let's see. What are some things you wish you had known before marriage? <clears throat> mm, some things I wish I had known before marriage. Mm. I don't know. Um, I don't know, because marriage to me is fun, it's lit. It's, it's like no difference. Oh, that is me. so great that you said that. <laughs> Honestly. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really have nothing that I wish I had known, you know. Yeah, you make marriage look fun. Like, how um, how did you know you were at the point, like, that you wanted to get married? Um, because she was like, well, she is, you know, my best friend. I can talk about anything, you know, no holds bars. Like, we can tell each other how we feel, even if it hurts. Is we have the open line of communication. You know, um, just recently we was going through some things, and I was open, I was honest with her. She received it, you know, she accepted it. And, you know, we work through it or whatever. We're working through it. Um, we can go out. I can go out and pop bottles where I can have a good time. You know, I can go out, you know, by myself and have a good time and not have to worry about anything. That's nice. That's how my baby did it. <laughs> He's been going everywhere. He's like, mm, you want to strip club with your man? Yes. Like, we have fun. Mm. I mean, why is that strange to go to a strip club with your man, though? Because bitches like, are jealous. Again, people put that false, <laughs> no, I'm, false I'm, pretense I'm, on things that you see, and it's not right for a woman to go to a strip club with a man. But who's to say that? No, I think because, like, mm-hmm. having worked in a strip club, women get jealous when they go to a strip club. Like, I've what? seen you women not get jealous. Yeah. Men see, can get jealous, now, but no, now, women do get jealous of. She now you're speaking for other women. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying all women. I'm just saying uh, some women when they go to the strip club. You could ask any yeah. stripper. They will tell you a woman will be like, "Okay, but get out his face. Okay, but don't touch her." But oh, but the they'll be like, "I got, okay. I got, yeah, I got to." They need to go to see yeah. a movie. No driving. Like, <laughs> like girls would be like, "Oh no, I don't want you because you look." I literally had a woman say, "You look too good. I want this other girl. You look That's too good." No, I'd be like, "Where the pretty bitches at with the cute face, nice body?" Fuck you talking about. Do whatever you I don't want, want no butterface okay dancing on me. Like I've heard a woman butter say, <laughs> "Oh, I don't want a girl to look better than me to dance on my man." I'm like, "Well, that's what her, her, that's, that's, a backhanded, that's a backhanded. That's a backhanded. And like, that's what you came here for, ho. Like, but then you have women that go to strip club and they be all into it and loving it. So yeah, it's like, yeah. But people, you know, some people think that was weird. Like, you doing that with your man? Like, I'm like, okay. I, dancers <laughs> and stuff, they're beautiful art. Don't you want to go see some pretty ass beautiful art? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had another question about marriage too. I forgot. Ask what? <laughs> Not I forgot. Um, what was my question? I forgot, y'all. Mm. We were, it was something about something. Oh, turning a hoe into a housewife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I love y'all. Should have seen his face. Not, okay, let's make it a more tame question. Here, here. No, no, no. You ask the question. I'm gonna answer it. All right, cool. Um. I have no ill will about it. Um, I've told a lot of people, you know, like, you know how, like, somebody can, like, fall in love with somebody that's in their neighborhood or whatever, but she might be, like, the neighborhood hoe. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. nigga, go be happy and get your dick sucked every day with a <laughs> neighborhood freak. Like, you know she's a freak. Oh, well, like, if you like Let her freak on you. Yeah, like, go... Go move to another town. Nobody know her and be happy. Like yeah, people put too but, much on sex and like yeah, people's worth because oh yes. they have sex they must not be like wife exactly, material. Lord. But then it's like you marry a bitch you high and the fact that she having sex with ten niggas like I and who wants 
of their sex partner to be boring anyway. You want somebody some to match niggas, with you. Some niggas want to be boring. That's what they want. Years but ago. that's what they want. You know <laughs> what? what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know, but his number was so low for women. The dude said you got to have three. If you have more than three bodies, you a hoe. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What is your definition of a hoe? Because everybody has their own definition. So what's your definition? My definition of a hoe is a prostitute. Somebody who's out here doing this. Yep. That's what I see a hoe is. Like I said, not so long ago, sex is what we do as humans. That's in our DNA. That's what we're supposed to do. You know, how can we love multiple people at one time? You know, how can you have multiple babies with multiple men? You know, we're not meant to just be single. We're meant to be plural. Oh, no. Yeah, because yeah. she's you know yeah do you believe like poly. open like open relationships and stuff yeah Cause she's probably you know if, if that's what you want to do then do whatever makes yeah. you happy if you want to you know <laughs> yeah. stay with one person stay with one person but it's whatever you and your partner want yeah make relationships what you want them to be would you want don't to be define them based on societal but I would, norms. I would do it. Yeah. I would actually do it. You would do it? Yeah. Would you think your wife would be with it? Would you be okay with being a bro-husband? Are you okay with being a bro-husband? I mean, yeah, but I'm not touching no dude. I don't know. Yeah, your sexual orientation is... So did y'all not watch... What's that? You with... Yeah, Joe, you. Yeah, I don't. He was like, he said in the show, like, oh, that's like that means your marriage is like failing or whatever. When you bring up stuff like that, not necessarily. So you would. I don't think so. Think to each his own. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it is, but it's just funny that he said that. I'm like, I want to do men think that, or people think like, oh, that means your your relationship is like going to shit. Whatever you want to do, like, it's people who have poly relationships and be happy. Muslims do it all the time. So what's the difference? I think my name is poly. I ain't gonna leave my Okay. They got a, a lot of kids. No, and I think he, has, he has different women. He has kids. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's too much in his Kitchen shit. Table and then one of my names, I think he got two girlfriends with him. Okay. That's good for him. Or two wives. Because I be like, I see yeah. one lady, and That's the next time incomes. I see another lady. Yeah. Oh no, they don't work. <laughs> the oh. women don't oh, work. Oh, they chilling, chilling. It's just him and <laughs> they sit at home. Okay. Uh, okay. So. I wanted to questions. Yeah, I had one more question regarding um, what makes somebody wifeable. Um, What are like like for me? One time I was dating this dude. He was like, uh, you know, a chick is wifeable by what she does to you, does for you, or does to you. And I was like, "Mm, I know a lot of wives that are like miserable. I like a lot of marriages that are miserable, and I haven't really seen in my circle some successful. I've seen a lot of divorces and stuff like that, but I haven't seen a consistent like marriage in a while so i'm so, i'm kind of used to or not dated <coughs> necessarily but i'm used to seeing things that are not always hunky-dory so when he said that to me he was like you need wife-like qualities and i was like how can i give you wife-like qualities while we're dating when we're separate we're living in different places so what do you like what are some things you find that are like yeah that's well, I want to piggyback on that before you go. Because okay. I've heard that a man will know if he's going to wife you, like, within, like, the first few interactions. How the hell do you know that? that the well, man. Yeah, I mean, we don't let him answer because, because that is, I've heard that before, from guys. Before I even ever spoke to my wife, I seen her on Facebook, and I, I, I said to myself, I was going to marry her. Yep. And, um... <laughs> it happened. A lot of men say that. It happened. Yeah, and then, you know, we started interacting on Facebook, and it just kind of, you know transpired from there she ignored me for a little while that is so cute <laughs> being ignored is cute <laughs> not so just saying just a love story in general how people I mean, end you know, together you know, like, and stuff you know, like, like a lot of people it's awesome you may miss your opportunity within your dm like you don't have to respond to every single one but if it seems genuine and you get a good vibe from that person after you go to their page whatever yeah then respond or be like you know, you can respond and just say, yeah, I'm not really interested. It's I responded okay. to a nigga on Facebook. He stole from me. Jeez. Well, you know. He cheated on me. <laughs> so I but. know, like, our minds are different. You know, we process and think about stuff differently. Of course, it's the saying, don't give a guy everything. Like, don't be cooking, cleaning, doing all this wife-like qualities before you're married. And it's like, why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with that, and then I don't agree with it because do whatever you're going to do now that you would do later. Like, if you find somebody and you feel like, yeah, you know, if that's what you want to do, if you want to cater to a man, then cater to a man, but just receive the same thing back. Right. Don't mm-hmm. do it unless you're receiving the same way, receiving it back the same way. Yeah. Be loved how you want to be loved and love how, you know, 
yeah love like understand and know how you need to be loved and how you want to be loved and know and understand how somebody wants to be loved and need to be loved as well and be able to do that and if you can't do that then that's not you know husband or wife material you know a lot of times i think these marriages do fail because in the beginning people see like you know or feel like yeah this is how i want to be loved and people change and evolve and then all the things they're not getting all the things that they that they want they're not getting so that takes effect because then they see that they're shrinking themselves they're making themselves smaller mm-hmm. instead of speaking up like hey yeah this is what i need this is what i want or even they are and it's not being reciprocated and you know given back so right yeah. people start to change once that what you need at home where are you going to go because you're still going to go get what you want and what you need whether it's at home or not man and woman yeah you know don't matter if you're married in a relationship, whatever the case may be, right. you're going to always go get what you want because that's what we're programmed to do as people. We yeah. want what we want. We need what we need. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So, I have another question. So, when you're married, do you communicate with your wife every day? Yeah, we talk every day. On the phone and text? Like, through text. Mostly through text. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should see how she's looking at him. Like, hey, do you call her every day? No, I just because you mean, talk- we in the house together all day every right. day. Right. So oh, Okay. I mean, that's his wife. What I was just mean? thinking about no, the logistics some people part. And I be like, oh, don't expect. Not, I just never happened to me, but niggas will be like, or not their people, be like, don't expect to talk to your person every day if they're busy and blah blah blah. <laughs> I mean, but that, I mean that's kind of like, true in a sense. But I never, I never learned that until I started my own business. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're at work eight hours a day and you can't have your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you text when you go to the bathroom, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's going to be the same way because now that becomes your job when you're running a business. So mm-hmm. if you don't talk for like eight hours here and there, when you got a quick break, you know, it's the same thing as talking when you have your regular job. So it's mm-hmm. no different. Yeah, but it not like be. a days though. Well, I mean, of course, you're not going to go days without you know, hey. talking on the phone because you're going to see you're going to see that man at some point. I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't I, don't know. Know. I, I think yeah. They got some couples that live separately. Well, yeah, well, yeah that's but, the thing. But see, those couples. those couples and it works for them because it, it creates that space. You know, right? Sometimes and, you need time to miss thing. somebody. Well, that's one thing that I I didn't know when getting married. Like being around somebody every day, you know, you do get tired of being. Oh yeah. But that's something that we communicate, you know, to each other with. Like, hey, don't you want to go stay with your mama? Jeez, really? Don't you want to, you know, go visit your sister or, you know, get out the house and do something? Because being around somebody all day, every day, you get aggravated. Yeah, you do. And then start be like little, little bitty things start to annoy you and stuff. So, those couples or or people who's married that do stay separate is because it it creates that space. It gives them the opportunity to miss them. Then they can go to their husband's house or they can meet at their condo. He can go to his wife's house and then he can go back home. It's their home, Mm -hmm. but. You know, it's just what they do. I have an uncle. Uh, he lives in Jersey. I didn't even know he was married to like three years ago. Because <laughs> his wife stayed in Maryland. He was in Jersey. He married. Mm. So, interesting. Yeah. But they was married for like years and I never knew she existed. <laughs> wow. So. I feel like I would be in something like that. I don't know. I, I think as an Aquarius, I'm just like, I need space sometimes. I mean, just don't but get... I'm like, how do you tell a partner though? Well, if you care about that's them, that communication. You yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're never just, saying just it from a bad place. Just don't place. get caught up in all these traditions that that was created, like because our generation was breaking those traditions. We're doing what we want to do. do for sure. Your make your relationship what how you, you want, want it. Whatever well, it works for you, and then if your partner doesn't work for your partner, then obviously you need yeah, to we'll talk yeah, about yeah. it. And or you need a new partner. Yeah, you need a new partner. So, oh, you don't want to work? Talk yeah, about it because first. I mean you can talk about it, but. You can talk, talk about, about it, work through it, but if that person is not for you, they're not for you. Right. And a lot of people don't, they realize it, but they don't want to. They don't leave because it's comfort. Or they don't want to hurt the other person or they're yeah. too scared to start over. And now you've seen a lot of divorces because people are realizing that and they're going ahead and get the hell up out of there. They're cutting the cancer before it grows. So yeah, because me. Why waste 10 years of your life unhappy when you can go ahead and be happy the rest of the 10 years that you got going down, down the line? Yeah. Just to say you're married. Just yeah, just say you're <laughs> just married. To say you're married. Or just to say you know, you kept your family together. Because they think it's a failure, or whatever. Exactly. Because really you can not. be a, you can be a strong, co-parent family or blended family. Oh, I love can, that. Um, yeah, you can. But I think some people would be too petty though. Or then I feel like sometimes it'd be like it's about how mature you are. Then yeah, you got to grow up. I think at some there's point. pettiness, and then it's like the hurt feelings ruins it for some couples, and then. 
I mean, you're going to be hurt. You're going to, you're going to have that pettiness, but you have to come to a point where you be like, okay, am I going to keep putting myself through that pain, that hurt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to come to terms with it. Even if you never get over it, you have to come to terms with it. And yeah. then think about that child that's involved or yeah. think about just still being an adult and being able to talk to one another yeah. and just continue on life. Just because you didn't work out in a marriage or relationship doesn't mean you can't be great friends or you know you can't do business together or you can't just grow and help each other grow. Mm. I got some family need to listen to that because I'll be like, damn, nigga, it ain't that hard. Just... But sometimes <laughs> it can be. I guess it depends on people's mindset, it's people's feelings. Yeah. Treat them like your cousin. That's what my uncle always said. Treat your baby mommy, baby dad like your cousin. Like you love them from a, you know, you love them, <laughs> but from a distance. You don't treat them like, you know, nothing. But you know, you try to treat your cousin like, yeah. hey, mama, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Go back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, work for my brother, I guess. I don't know, sometimes. Not work for your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was going through it. Um, so, can we talk about, like, sex in your marriage? Sure. Have you gotten, like, more, like, experimental since you've been married? Have you gotten, like, more experimental? Or, um, like, has your sex life, like, increased or, like... Oh, my I mean, goodness. Say, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would say nothing has really, like, changed from before when we was dating to now because, I mean, we've always tried things. We've always experimented. And I say I always tell people, like, I'm a nasty-ass dude, so... And we know. You know I, well, I know from Facebook. Jeez. Okay. All type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as, like, you know, now that we're married, like, do I feel as if, like, yeah, she has no choice but to do it? No, nah, I mean, some things that she don't want to do, and of course, some things that I don't want to do. So it's just like knowing her and her boundaries. And of course, I'm gonna push them, and she got no minds, and she got to push me to the point where I'm like, all right, chill the fuck out. But do you feel like more comfortable now? I mean, or is it like the same? I, I feel level? the same. I was comfortable from day one. Yeah. So it didn't that bother me. so nice. And that's one thing I've always made her feel is comfortable. As yeah. As like <laughs> mentally, emotional, sexually, all that. So. Okay. Do you have like okay, a sex brother? room? No. Sex dungeon. A sex no. room. This girl. No. <laughs> sex room. My house ain't that big. Okay. <laughs> Go in the bathroom real quick. Okay. Yeah. How do you navigate that with kids having a sex life? Um, I get my kids like every other weekend, so okay. you know, even if they was there, like they gotta go to sleep at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, I had a time. You did? Yeah. You said we, eat these gummies. We were trying. We were trying. Melatonin. Hey, that's some shit. What? I've never yeah. heard of this. Why? Well, they kind of immune to it now, so it might be them a couple extra, you know? Not a couple extra. That's why I don't want to start that. Tell them just let me know when you don't feel your arms. Then just lay down. Oh, my God. Get a little numb. Of course. Of course. Of course. Okay, so us. Black man successful with a black wife. Okay. So, I want to talk about a topic um, that I saw on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know if you guys watch it, but um, Sheila Marie, she has like a black woman's like retreat. Um, and on the show, one of the other wives, she's married to a black man. So, this is her defense that she was married to a black man and had mixed kids. Um, she felt like she should have been invited to the retreat. She was Hispanic, though. And the other girl, Princess Love, was, like, she's mixed. She's black yeah, and... Yeah, she's mixed. Philippine? Yeah, Filipina yeah. or something. And they felt like the non-mixed girl, the Hispanic girl, should have been invited to the retreat because she has black kids and a black cousin. And she wants to know how to, I guess, raise black kids. And she was... The, um, her defense with it was like, um, well, you're not black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is for black women. This is a safe place for black women, you know. And I just want to know what everybody thinks about that. Yeah, I, okay. So, my first thing was, um, how far is including everybody? Because you're mixed. Yeah, I am mixed. I'm mixed with Filipino, Hawaiian, and black. So, I, you know, I got... I've been raised black. I mean, people look at me and be like, mm, but I'm pretty 
I'm pretty passable as black. But <laughs> not a pretty passable. Oh, God. That doesn't come out you're, you're black, girl. I'm black, right? Yes. Like 85% passable. You're black. Thank you for that. 85. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Thank you for that, right? Um, Maybe 90.3. 90. So. <laughs> like, she got 10%. This is an A. That's an A. I'll take it. <laughs> but um, it's my feelings towards it was what if, you know, we can't this inclusion thing we can't include people because it protects feelings like we can't like if you if you don't stand for nothing you fall for anything right like some things have to be absolute and you can't like the way she went about it could have been different right but i do feel like it's important to stand on the principles of inclusion like be like no, this is what this is, and it wasn't personal. It wasn't personal, but this is for us, our marginalized thing that you know exists. You raised black kids, like you know exists, but this thing was just for us. I, I, I agree with her on that. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I go back and forth with how I feel about it. Like, I get, you know, black women just wanted a black retreat. I get that, but I also like, a lot of the times, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to get onto no race war, but a lot of times we have problems when we're not included in stuff. So I get that we're wanting to have something, but then in turns it feels like we're doing the same thing to her or the Hispanic people that we don't want done to us. And so that's why I kind of like, I go back and forth on how I really feel. Because when I first heard I was like, okay, it's just for black women. Okay, I get it. But then it's like... Well, we do have all this. Well, they don't do this for us, and nah, 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 nah. so it's just like we can't we can't give that same energy back. We're supposed to be like better, but then I don't know. I I go back and forth honestly, so I don't, I don't I, know. I get that, but I feel like we're not gonna be included in their stuff. So we make something that's for us, and they get upset that we make something that's for us. And feel like we should include them as well, and it's like, well, y'all didn't include us in this. Like, like I think Sheila said something about like, what if but a can Jewish you just do that for that like that one girl? Like yes. y'all did it, yes. and it's like, well, bitch, I didn't do anything to you, you right. know? Like just because she's Hispanic, it's like okay. Yeah, no, I'm not I, saying y'all. I'm saying like in that instance, like with her retreat, it's like okay, if she starts including. Hispanic women is gonna be like, okay, well, white women are gonna be like, well, I have mixed kids, exactly. I want to come too, exactly. and then like, you're gonna have you start somebody in. You start including you one person, include then you're gonna everybody. be like, well, how come she's there and we can't come? We have mixed kids too. Right. We have, you know, black husbands too, and it's like just because you decided to procreate with a black man or marry a black man doesn't mean that you're well, black. Well, let's get a male's perspective. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, how do you feel? Like, do you do you think it's like, do, first of all, do you think it's a big deal for um, them to have this black women retreat where they just want black black people at, black women at? Do you no. feel like that's a problem? No, I don't think it's a problem. They got, they got the KKK and it's just white. So. Jewish retreats. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... A bunch of stuff that pretty, you know, just pertains to only uh, so, white I mean, women. It's fine. You, you can have an all-black conference. You got black women in tech conference. Yeah. You know, some black yeah. conference you got. Um, you know, what leading ladies of logistics, they're, you know, they're all black, you know, for the most part. Um, you know, there's it's a lot of organizations you got out there that's strictly for races, you know, so. But that's how they started, like, you know, fraternities and sororities, but now, like, it's crossing over. Sometimes, you know, I Caucasians love. and people be going into the... Black. The black fraternities and stuff. So it's like they're having that crossover. I don't know. It's. A, I just feel like we we really don't have they. It's like not they. I feel like other races don't want us to have our own stuff, and so they want to be included in our stuff. And then I mean, but you have black people that want to be included in white people's stuff. Right. right. Yeah, that's Mexican stuff. So and they. But I think that's because we're they make room too. That's because we're not included though sometimes. I mean, but. If that's the case, we're not including them. That's the and that's why so right, that's, and that's why yeah, I like teeter on that line. It's the same thing. <laughs> so y'all think that they should have no like, made her like, made an exception and invited her just the one. See, I think she's wrong for not including black uh, non black women. 
I mean, she can feel how she wants. Yeah, feel, she could. It's her event. All black event. Yeah, for yeah. African Americans. So, if you're not African American, if you're Caucasian, if you're Asian, if you're, you know, Mexican, no, you cannot attend. It's simple. Like you yeah. can't make a big fuss because you can't go. Oh well. I think some people on the internet were saying that the other girls should have had a. We're married, like a you know people raising black kids event. And well, that's changing the nature that of the event. No, like a separate yeah, that's, event. That's, oh. But then, would you really want to go to an event that's just called other people raising black kids? Not right. other people, but the like hell? mothers raising <laughs> mothers with black kids. Mothers with black kids. Okay. <laughs> raising blended families. I don't. I yeah. Like, no, it was just like it could be a black mother. Well, why, like why not just an, an event open to all races. Yeah, because yeah, that makes sense. Maybe like a mother yeah, that thing. makes sense within that mm-hmm. situation, but within the situation, a woman retreat, on, <laughs> a woman it's, retreat, it's a black woman's yeah, retreat. Woman's but retreat. yeah, but what she wanted was a black woman's retreat. So I get that. It's just when it goes down to all the like nitty gritty of y'all, and they never did that. It's like okay, well, I get it, but so it yeah, everybody singles other people out. Sometimes we all yeah, do she it. She was just on the outskirts, and uh, it was I. My thing is like it could have been she could have not have made her feel other. She could have lessened the blow by making her feel comfortable and letting her know, hey, this is what this is. I'm not but trying why? to make you feel other. But do other people do that with but black why, people? Why? Why? What when is, they don't include them? Is it her no. job to make her feel comfortable? No. No. It's the, you feel that it's a cast. If you go to the a, whole if cast, you see a, except for you, you can't help but feel other. Not because you're not black. If you go to a Jewish retreat and you're like, darn, I really want to see what they do in there. I really want to go. They're not going to be like, okay, we're going to do one for you next month. No, they're going to be like, well, this is just for Jewish people. And, you know, you're not Jewish. So, sorry. All right. I see where, I see <laughs> where the social responsibility <laughs> kind of feathers out. Like, is it my job to take care of your feelings? To save someone's You could feelings? just eat your feelings and not be offended. Because you gotta understand. I guess that's true, but you know you gotta admit there. Are, I feel like at times they don't expect black women to just have a stern. It'd be like this is this is for us. Okay, that's fair. Why can't people just have something just for them? That's the thing. But you know that only really happens when it's when it's when it's us <laughs> or black people. I They're see, like, oh, is that that struggle of expectation thing I've been seeing on Instagram? <laughs> have y'all seen that? It's like, why are black women expected to have the struggle of when Arabian and white and they like demand queen like, you know, I was like, oh, damn. Okay. All right. I see y'all's point. It's. Oof. <laughs> I like that, though. Thank you for that. Well, what month is it, you guys? It is. Men's and Mental Health Month. Yeah. So for shout Men's Mental kids. Health. Yes. Shout out. I. You know, found some little statistics that I just wanted to share. Um, I got them from mindwise.org. So I just want y'all to listen to these. So it says nearly one in 10 men experience depression and anxiety, according to a poll of 21,000 American men. Um, they found that one in 10 men reported experiencing some form of depression or anxiety, anxiety that they didn't like seek treatment for. Um, they say men die by suicide 3.5 times more often than women. Um, and about six of every 10 men experience at least one trauma in their lives, whether it's like accident, physical, or witness a death. (laughs) So in regards to mental health month, you know, we have a fellow man here. So I know a, I talk to a lot of guys and I see on social media a lot that guys sometimes feel like they're not being heard or like their feelings are not validated and like if they don't have money then they they just whatever and when you ask the guy who do you talk to or confide in you know when stuff is bothering you a lot of them says nobody or like they just keep it in so I just wanted your thoughts on that and like do you feel like Y'all have a safe haven, or like, do you feel like y'all are just against, you know, y'all against the world sometimes? And um, I would say, from my point of view and perspective on that, um, I would say it's yes, we don't have nobody to. Well, I'm saying it's yes, we do have somebody to com- confide into, and then 
No, we don't. You know, as far as like, um, I do feel like sometimes we are not heard. We are not listened to. Like um, the things we say is invalid or it's heard, but then it's just brushed off. You know. Um, <clears throat> do I have somebody to vent to? Yes and no. Like yes, I do vent to my wife. Um, you know. Of course, I don't tell her everything because um, I like to deal with things internally. And she hates that, but, you know, yeah, um, I've worked on that since we've been together. And, of course, I learned and know what's going on. But then for the most part, like, my my outlet is the gym. I work out a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, if something's really going on, if I'm depressed or whatever the case would be, I'd rather just go work out, leave it all in the gym. And that's that. I feel better after that. Right. You know, um, but now, you know, I got some things that's going on, of course, internally that I've had had to speak out about and I've had to voice it and now I know it's hurt. Now I, I know it's been received and it's been reciprocated. Um, that has made me feel a whole lot better with what I was dealing with internally. Um, but then it also opened the door and opened my eyes to some other things that I need to do for myself right. that I have to you know work on for myself to make sure I get better. But do we have somebody that we can just openly be like, confiding to, I would say men feel as no. And I well I would speak for a lot of men, I'm pretty sure like no we don't. Of course we have, you know, like our friends, oh, our male friends, right. you know what I'm saying? We can vent, but most of the time they going through the same shit. So Yeah. Yeah. So why not just talk to your brother? Yeah, why not? <clears throat> I mean, honestly I don't know. It's that always when you do finally open up, you're not hurt. Um, or when you do voice something, it falls on deaf ears. So Yeah. You just don't talk about it. You just keep it moving. Hmm. See, that's been the opposite for me. Yes. I feel like men don't open up to me, and I'm see, like, and then that's that's whole I thing. try to be therapist. Oh, no, I've so had men I've had do it. open up, yeah. but we don't just flat out be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fucking depressed. Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't got no money. This, that, and the third. It, it's is things that we do and things that we say within context that yeah. Instead of just flat out, of course we can flat out say it, but it's like the context of how we say things and how we you know act. You can tell a lot by a person's facial expression, their body language. So if you really know your partner as a woman, then you already know when he going to get the shaking of the leg. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like you already what's know something going about So then what do you do so, when they don't open up? You know, you just give them their time. You know, you let them know. That's when you say, hey, I'm here to listen. I'm here to hear you. And then give them their time. If they open up, they open up. If they don't, they don't. You, don't, you can't force them to. But you just got to keep that open door of communication. Let them know. You know, reiterate, hey, I know you're going through some shit right now. You know, let me know when you're ready to talk. And then in the meantime, between time, give them a little bit of space, but also, you know, do things that they like. You know, um, so they do. That too. (laughs) (laughs) That too. You know, maybe just sit and rub his feet and not say anything. That, that to him can be 10 times better than talking about it. Like, like, I know something's bothering you, you know what I'm saying? Let's just chill out and watch a movie. Yeah. Rub, rub the nigga feet. Like, rub his back, you know? Mm-hmm. Or make him something to eat, you know? Yeah. And then he'll open up. Give him, pour him his favorite drink. You know, roll him a blunt if he smokes. I, you know? I, I, I don't know how to do that. Well, boy, boy got the back. No, well, right. learn. Be better for your man. Be better for your man. I'm a buy a blunt roller. I want to learn how to roll a goddamn Not a blunt roller. Oh, God. It's still the do same whatever like, you gotta pour, do. Pour into him, and he needs to pour into you. You have to pour into each other. So, once you know, you start pouring into him more than you think, he'll open up. Because a lot of times we do. To, you know, you have to pour into each other. Pour into your man as he pours into you. Because a lot of times, you know, men do go out of their way just to make sure you're happy, and they forget about their own happiness. So do the same for him. Because once one day, you know, he will wake up and he'll be like, I'm not getting what I'm putting out. And then that's when shit go downhill. Yeah. Do you think if it ever goes downhill, it can come back up again? Of course, anything that goes down can come up. Anything that goes up, you know, can come down. down. It's all, it all depends on how you work through it. And if once a person has their mind made up, it's going to overpower, you know, what they feel. Yeah. You know, once once a person's mind is made up, then your feelings is going to change too as well. And their mind can be made up well before they make a move or do anything. You know, their mind can be made up to fix it or their mind can already be made up to leave. That is true. Okay. Yep. So let's move on to my favorite part of the podcast. Um, Your stimulation. 
though. We go around. We say things that we're feeling, music we're feeling at the time. Um, go I'm ghetto. Start. I'm going to just get mine out there because I don't want nobody to judge me. I would listen to Young Miami Rap Freaks. Very nice. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> Shit the ground. I love the part where she say, baby, uh, I want to do baby on baby. That'd be crazy. And Benos, 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 Put them, that thing, what, put them, roaches, roaches, put roaches in your face. Yes. No, get in your, I want to be in your face like the roaches. roaches. Put your rich ass to sleep. Buenos, Buenos noches. noches. <laughs> Buenos noches. Buenos noches. Okay, mine is Summer Walker and Cardi B, Bitter. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Just came it. Yeah, it just came out. I'm feeling it, you know. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the um, the, the, the mamas because she calling out the say, mamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say the song I've been listening to is um, by what Kid Lori, Tragic. Okay, what's it about? Um, it's basically about like you know what he's been through, you know, celebrating his successes, you know, telling people you know you don't know what I've been through, you know, mm-hmm. but everything was tragic, but now you live lavish. Mm-hmm. Okay, my song is "Throw It Away" by Summer Walker. Um, on her new album, girl, shit. I am on my side, girl, shit, very much so. It's okay to be sad as long as you're happy. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this man just threw a curveball. That ball. probably should be it. It's okay to be sad. Just, just be happy. Just be, mm, yeah, right around the corner, be happy. <laughs> like, get your shit out, be happy. Be sad when you listen to the song, but uh, then be happy yeah, in life. Yeah, okay. I like the optimism. Thank you for that. Um... <laughs> Uh, on another note, a little tragic note, um, um, I wanted to, you know, from a podcast to our listeners, wanted to let y'all know, you know, at the Astro World Festival, there was a uh, mass casualties yeah. recently in the news, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm very much a Travis Scott fan, but I wanted to say condolences to those families. We wanted to. So together. wait, what happened at the Travis Scott concert? Okay, um, there was a. Uh, at the performance, there was um, trampling, so everybody moved towards the stage. A lot of people got injured. A lot of people got hurt. A lot of it was people, a lot. A lot of people over. were having cardiac. They got, yeah. was, they yeah. got people that were being that were on drugs. Apparently, there were people that were injected with drugs. That's a rumor. People. Yeah, no, it was the cops verified that somebody injected someone with a, a drug. They injected a security guard. They was just like shooting people, random up people. I don't know. It's on, I saw it on the Did they volunteer for the job? Or did no, it's no, an article just... where uh, they say a cop or a security guard was injected with some substance. Probably fit no. Yeah, that's that's exactly what was around and about. So CPR was, um, the medical staff was ill-trained. Um, several medical staff didn't know CPR properly. It was just a war scene um, in general. People, that's when you they destroyed... on your resume to get your job. Right. Oh, yeah, it says Houston police chief says a security guard was injected <laughs> in the neck with drugs at Astor World Fest. Oh, oh yeah. It's no longer and there were people that were also saying, I saw on social media people were saying there were drugs too, but people was high. I'm pretty sure there's always drugs. Yeah, there's, yeah that's the thing. There's always drugs. There, but this instance, there were um, there were deaths, eight deaths confirmed as of now, three hundred over 300 injuries, and one of the deaths was a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, besides that, was the concert at least good? Well, the ra- the rage went on. Unfortunately, it was. It shouldn't have gone on. There's a lot of opinions about it, but yeah. I know for sure that if you're going to a music festival, no lives should be lost. Exactly. Right? I mean, well, when you go anywhere, just about no right, lives. Yeah. no lives should be lost. No lives should be lost. True. And it's sad that you know that happened. It was like people was like breaking the gate or like jumping yeah, the gate. Jumping. Like no. they jumped the gate, broke the thing. They got videos of it everywhere, and it's like they ran in and then. Basically, they rushed the front. People, it was like standing room only, mm-hmm. and everybody was already packed. And then people started rushing the front to try to get to the front. And then people in the front were kind of like, "Fuck, I can't breathe." They were wanting a cardiac mm-hmm. arrest. Yeah. They were passing out. They were getting trampled because people were just like running over them, mm-hmm. trying to you know push mm-hmm. the crowd and to the front. At the same time, we're trying to get the show canceled by stop talking to the staff, saying, "Hey, you need to stop the show. People yeah. are dying." And yeah. the show went on and. It's a lot of controversy around it. Uh, we're gonna give it some time to to play let, out, play and, out for now. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just want to send out condolences around. That. Yes, yeah. so much. So to end it, I have the manifestation, and so for today, I 
chose. I am attracting unconditional love, abundance, high vibrational experiences, and sacred connections. So just remember the key to manifesting is writing it down, reading it, and saying it out loudly daily. Putting emotions behind it and really feel into your mantra. You must trust and believe in what you are saying and remove all negative thoughts that counteract your manifestation mantra. So I hope everyone has a good week. Yes. <laughs> that ties it up for this episode. Pleasure having y'all. Okay, so tell us where the people can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, BOGLogisticsLOC.com. You can find me on Facebook, um, B.O.GLogisticsLOC.com. You can go to my website, GetBootsOnGround.com. Nice. Okay, and of course, follow the podcast at Lips Unsealed Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Be Beautiful Reese. That's two Bs. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at uh, S I O K E thirty four. And follow me at It's Bree <laughs> You know what's up? It was a pleasure having yes. you as well. Thanks for coming. All right, thank you. you for having me. Yes, thank I you, thank it. you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that. Bye, y'all. Thank bye. you. Bye.